It's the dictionary. 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 Hello, word nerds. Squirt purds. Hey, how you doing, everybody? My name is Spencer. This is my podcast, The Dictionary. I read the words and the definitions and all the stuff that's in the book, and then I talk about it. That's what this show is. I hope that you are enjoying it as much as I am enjoying making it. Um, what do I have to say to say other than that? I don't know. Uh, let's just get into the words. Um, we have a we have a. a, a a slightly adult section at the end. I don't even like saying that because it's really not adult. This and and only parts of those definitions are considered adult, but they're not at all. It's just a it's just a thing that happens. You know, you know where we are. We'll see. We'll we'll talk about it when we get there. Uh okay, the first word in this episode is Istethvod. I think that's how you say it. Isteth Isteth. You got to say that hard th. Eisteddvod. Uh, you could also say a stedvod. It is spelled E-I-S-T-E-D-D-F-O-D. Eisteddvod. Hmm. What is this? Noun from 1822. A usually Welsh competitive festival of the arts, especially in poetry and singing. That sounds fun. How... Are you being competitive in singing and poetry? I mean, you know, there's singing competitions, poetry slams. Uh, maybe it's something like that. I don't know. Eisteddvodic um, is an adjective. And um, I think maybe got to put a link in the show notes for this festival. Maybe there's some fun videos or something. I don't know. Let's let's go to the Eisteddvod. This is a Welsh word. It's a Welsh festival, so it's a Welsh word. Uh, it literally means session from eistedd, which means to sit, and bod, B-O-D, which means being. So, hmm, sitting, you are, you are sitting, you are a being who is sitting, and it's a session. You're having a session of sitting and watching poetry and singing in a competitive way. Eisteddvod. If you have ever attended an Eisteddvod, I encourage you to email or call the Google Voice number, leave a voicemail, uh, send me a DM on social media. I want to know what uh, what it's like. And uh, how are you competing in poetry and singing other than the standard competitive ways that we think of? I don't know. Okay, the sound effect is going to be Wah, wah, wah. Next word is ice wine or ice vine, spelled E I S W E I N. Noun from 1867, often capitalized. It is a sweet German wine made from grapes that have frozen on the vine. Also, a similar uh, a similar wine made elsewhere. Doesn't have to be German. It could be made in other places. Uh, I like these. Uh, I don't usually see them spelled this way. E-I-S-W-E-I-N-E. There's no E at the end. Um, I just see 
ice wine spelled in the uh, the uh, the English American English way. Uh, but yeah, they're very uh, sweet and they're very strong. They tend to come in like half bottle sizes. So normally wine is 750 milliliters. These tend to come in bottles of 375 because they tend to be stronger. And there's something about um, when the grapes are frozen, they that makes them sweeter, or there's something about that. I don't know. I don't remember the science, but I have I have learned it, and then I have forgotten it. Uh, so yeah, tasty stuff. Uh, let's see. Yep, I mean, it's pretty obvious. The German ice, which means ice, and the German wine, which means wine. Uh, so that is it, and I would like to have some ice wine now, please. If I had some, I would be drinking it right now at 7.09 a.m. in my work office, August 10th, 2023. Uh, let's see. Next is either. E-I-T-H-E-R. Uh, some people like to say either. Either, either. Either, either one is fine. Uh, this is the first form. Adjective from before the 12th century. One, being the one and the other of two. Being the one and the other of two. So there's two things, and either is one or the other of those two. The synonym is each. Yeah, I feel like that definition sounded familiar. So I think when we had the word each, it had a similar definition. Either of those words have the same definition. As in, flowers blooming on either side of the walk. Also as in, plays either instrument well. Which of the two instruments are they playing well? The bagpipes and the didgeridoo. Let's see, number two. Being the one or the other of two. Now, ah, okay, I see the difference. Number one is being the other, uh, being the one and the other, both. But number two is being the one or the other. It's one or the other. As in, take either road. You can't take both roads. Not, they both can't be true at the same time. You can only do one or the other. Isn't there a line in Labyrinth said by... Where are the... These... I don't know which way's back, which way's left, which way's right. These guys, didn't they say? Uh, you can't ask us. You can only ask one of us. That's right. It's in the rules. Uh, okay. That was sort of an either situation. The etymology says this is from a fun old English word. Aigweather. A-E-G-H-W-A-E-T-H-E-R. Aigweather. I don't know. Maybe that's how they said it. That means both or each, which is from A, which means always, and... G-E, which is is a collective prefix. Ooh, it's interesting. So is it collecting collecting various parts of words together? Um, and then there's whether, which means which of two or whether. Ah, so it's probably pronounced weather or close to that. And then there's more at the words I, A-Y-E, and the prefix co, C-O. So... What do we got? We got always and which of two or whether. Whether one of the two, but always. Always at every time is either. Hmm. Int really interesting etymology there. Um, either 
either. What should I do? Either I will either do this or I will do that. Um, or both. I like that. We got both in there. Um, I can play both instruments, either instrument, very well. Wah, wah, wah. The second form of either is a pronoun from before the 12th century. The one or the other. The one or the other. As in, take either of the two roots. That's a pronoun? Take either of the two roots? Routes? Huh, that's interesting. Uh, yeah, okay. I mean, it says it, so that I gotta accept it. Just making sure, yes, we are recording everywhere. I have to check that sometimes. Next is the third form of either. This is a conjunction from before the 12th century, and it is used as a function word before two or more coordinate words, phrases, or clauses joined usually by the word or to indicate that what immediately follows is the first of two or more alternatives, as in, can be used either as a guest room or as an office. Um, so we saw the word or in there. Um, so what did it say? Uh, to two or more coordinate words, phrases, or clauses joined usually by the word or to indicate that what immediately follows, what follows the word either is the first of two or more alternatives. So uh, it can be used either. So what comes after the word either are the options, either as a guest room or an office. Those are the two options in this very specific scenario. You could also use it as a gym room, either a guest room or an office or a gym room or a podcasting station. Uh, okay, so that's a conjunction. It's it's bringing things together. The fourth form of either is an adverb from the 15th century. Number one, the synonyms are likewise and moreover. And this is used for emphasis after a negative, as in not smart or handsome either. <laughs> this is so mean. This book is so mean. Uh, not smart or handsome either. Spencer's not smart. And you know what? He's not handsome either. In addition to not being smart, he is also not handsome. That is what the people on the street are saying. Uh, so likewise, moreover. Moreover, in addition, more than just not being smart, Spencer is also not handsome. Number two. It means for that matter. And this is used for emphasis after an alternative, uh, an alternative following a question or conditional clause, especially where negation is implied, as in, who answers for the Irish Parliament or army either? Ooh, this is a weird, weird way to use this word, uh, at least in this example. That is a quote from Robert Browning. Who answers for the Irish Parliament or army either? Uh, so that's the that's the the question. Who answers for the Irish Parliament or the army? Either for that matter, for that matter, let's ask about the uh, the army too. Why not? Let's do that. The weird thing about this quote is that the first letters of these questions, uh, sentences, statements are not uh, capitalized. Who answers for the Irish Parliament? The the W in who is not capitalized, and then 
or army either. The O in or is also not capitalized. I wonder why. I wonder why. Next is. Okay, so yeah, it's two words. Either or. Either hyphen or. First form of this, and you can of course say either or. Either or, either or are fine. Noun from 1922. An unavoidable choice or exclusive division between only two alternatives. You can do either of them or both of them? No. Either or. You have to pick one or the other. It's not both. It's either. Now, this is interesting. An unavoidable choice or exclusive division between only two alternatives. So why do we have both either or? Is it does it mean does the either part mean that you can pick both of them, or uh, and does the or part mean it's one or the other? Either or, either or. Well, let's read the next one because maybe it'll help me figure it out. I'm just trying to figure out like why why do we need both words here? It's one or the other, but, but can it be both? Is there a situation where you would say either or, but you mean that you can you can choose both? Um, hmm, I don't know. Wah, wah, wah. The second form of either or is an adjective from 1926. Of or marked by either or. And the synonym is black and white. So, so it's in, in black and white, you're not choosing one or the other. It's just saying that these are the two. It's a, it's a black and white situation. There's no gray area. Um, ooh, I wish I could come up with a good example um, off the top of my brain that does not work. Um, either or, it's it's one or the other. You got to choose either or. I guess that's it. I don't know. That's close enough. It's fine. Okay, that was the end of the EI section. Now we have the EJ section, which is going to go into the next episode. And the first of those words is... Uh, yes, I'm just checking the pronunciation. It is ejaculate. Now, obviously, most of us think of one thing when we think of that word. There are other similar but different contexts as well. So, we have a bit of an ejaculate section here. The first form of ejaculate, I will spell it in case you don't know, E-J-A-C-U-L-A-T-E. And the pronunciation is important because this is a verb, ejaculate you put that eight sound on there because it's a verb. Uh, it is from 1578. The transitive is one, number one, to eject from a living body, specifically so from a, something that's living, ejecting something from a living thing is ejaculate, uh, but specifically to eject in orgasm and the thing that is ejecting uh, more than likely, pretty likely, is semen, S-E-M-E-N. If you don't know what that is, just wait. Either you can wait until I get to that word in the dictionary, or you will probably get to an age where you will learn it before I get to that part in the dictionary, because that's going to take a long time. Uh, so yes, that in uh, ejecting something from a body, a living body, the thing that we think about mostly is when somebody with those physical parts, a penis and uh, semen, uh, testicles, uh, when they are uh, 
orgasming, that's a bit of a wishy-washy word to use in this context, but we'll just be generalized and use it anyway. Uh, when that action happens, uh, the semen is ejected from the penis, and that is ejaculation. Eject, ejaculate, you see there's a, there's a similarity there. Uh, number two, to utter suddenly and vehemently. To utter sudden, so this is like you know you can be uttering words or or sounds. <laughs> that would be an ejaculate ejaculating from the mouth uh, with words and sounds. Um, okay, so intransitive is to eject a fluid. So you are making the fluid eject from something on a diff on another thing. I'm trying to think about the transitive versus the intransitive. I always have to think about that. Who who was doing the action? What's what's happening here? Um, ejaculator is a noun. Oh, that would be a very weird uh, superhero or or villain name. I don't know which would it be. Could be both, one or the other. I don't know. You know, that's not necessarily something that you're going to see in your everyday comics, but. You know, if somebody's making some sort of weird underground comedy comics or something, I think I think there needs to be a character called the Ejaculator. That would be hilarious. Um, okay, this is from the Latin. I think the J is a ya, uh, like a Y sound. So I think it would be ejaculatus. Ejaculatus. Uh, it looks like ejaculatus, but it's an ejaculatus. Uh, that is uh, from the verb iaculari, which means to throw out, throw it out, uh, which is from e, which I believe means out, plus iaculari, which means to throw. So you're throwing something, or are you throwing it out of uh, existence, out of the room, out of the window, out of the car? Uh, there's more, there's more, isn't there? Yes, from iaculum, uh, which means dart. Hmm. So yeah, throwing a dart. Uh, interesting. Interesting. Um, also from yakere, which also starts with a J, uh, which means to throw. And there's more at the word jet. Jet. Yeah. Jets are throwing themselves from the ground to the air or something. Uh, okay. So that was the verb ejaculate. I thought it would be kind of silly, but not appropriate to make a different sound effect for this episode, specifically because of this word, but I, that's, that's taking it too far. Okay, the second form of this word is pronounced differently. It is ejaculate, not ejaculate, ejaculate. Spelled the same, though. Noun from 1927. Uh, that's many years later than the verb. The verb is 1578. What is this? Four, three hundred. Ooh, let's do some math real fast. Three hundred and forty something. I don't know. Fifty, four, three hundred and fifty years. Pretty close. Okay. This is the semen released by one ejaculation. Uh, so the, that's the stuff you just call it. It's the semen, it's ejaculate, same thing, just a different name, but only by one ejaculation, not two, because then there would be two ejaculates, I guess. 
Next is ejaculation. This is uh, this is the ejaculate. It's from the ejaculation, which is a noun from 1603. One, an act of ejaculating, specifically a sudden discharging of a fluid from a duct. That that could be anything, right? Any fluid coming from a duct, which is like a a tube or a pipe or something. Uh, number two, something ejaculated, especially a short, sudden, emotional utterance. <sighs> that would be an ejaculation of emotional utterance. Uh, let's see. That is it for that. Next is ejaculatory. This is an adjective from 1644. One, marked by or given to vocal ejaculation. Oh, I'm feeling so ejaculatory. I'm just going to say, ah, that was that was a vocal ejaculation. Number two, casting or throwing out, specifically associated with or concerned in physiological ejaculation, as in ejaculatory vessels. So these are the vessels um, I mean, I'm going to assume these are the vessels in the groin area where, where all this action is happening. And these are the things that are, you know, pumping the blood and getting things moving. And uh, they call them the ejaculatory vessels because they help probably make ejaculation happen. It's a good thing there's nobody here in my work office at the same time. My door is closed, but they could probably hear me if, there was, if they were out there. It's a very weird topic to be talking about. But, you know, we got to talk about it because these are... Th- Things that just happen, they, they just happen randomly. Uh, okay, next word. Wah, wah, wah. Here is ejaculatory duct. So the fluid is coming from this duct in uh, this very specific situation. It's a, this is a, um, um, a, medical, a medical clinical word. This is a thing in the body, I'm guessing, that is named this. Right? Probably? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. We're going to get into it. Noun from 1751. A duct through which semen is ejaculated. Well, that's the short definition. Uh, but specifically, either <laughs> we we got our we got our uh, older word, our earlier word from this episode here in this one. Either, either, or either of the paired ducts in the human male that are formed by the junction of the duct from the seminal vesicle with the vas deferens and that pass through the prostate to empty into the urethra. Now, let's see if I if I know enough can I can I can I give a bit more information? Let's see. Either of the pair of ducts in the human male, there's two of them, either of them. One one is a duct, both are ducts. Uh they're formed by the junction of the duct from the seminal vesicle. Okay, so I think this is the junction of the duct from the seminal vesicle, is that in the testicles, the seminal vesicle, with the vas deferens? I think that's all down there in the testicle region because uh, that's where the semen comes from. Oh, sorry, that's where the sperm comes from. Um, goes through the ducts, passes through the prostate, and I think the prostate is the thing. It's sort of between the the penis and the butthole, pretty much. It's, it's in that sort of area, and I believe that is the gland if it's a gland yeah the prostate gland right um that is that adds the fluid 
to the semen so it can go through. Uh, it's like, you know, junior high, high school biology is like coming back a little bit. Um, goes through the prostate to empty into the urethra. And the urethra is the tube that um, is, the, is in the middle of the penis. If you, you know, if it's everything is working normally, that's the, what that tube is called. Um, and so, the da-da-da-da, and that, yep, and then it goes out and it is ejaculated. And the ejaculatory duct is the thing somewhere in that system, in the early part of that system, that is allowing this stuff to be ejaculated. It's the first part, I guess. It's the tube. Okay. Uh, we are now on our last word. What was my sound effect? Wah, 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 wah. You know, it's like two sounds, either one or the other sound. This is the word eject. E-J-E-C-T. This is, let's see, is it both? In, it's a transitive verb from the 15th century. 1A. To throw out especially by physical force, authority, or influence. I have such authority to throw... I, I am allowed to throw this thing out. As in, ejected the player from the game. They Somebody had the authority to, to say, no, I'm sorry, you have to leave the game. You are being a butthead, and we don't want you. Uh, so get out of here. Eject. If you were a fluid, you would be ejaculated. 1B. To evict from property, eject, evict, similar idea, throwing them out of their property because why? Maybe they weren't paying the rent. Why aren't they paying the rent? Uh, maybe because they don't have a job. They can't have a job. They can't afford things. Uh, we, we, we won't get into that, but what are the reasons why somebody might not be able to pay their rent? Let's figure out those systems and fix them. I mean, if they're just slacking off, then that's a whole other thing. Number two, to throw out or off from within, as in, ejects the empty cartridges. I don't know what sort of cartridges those are, but they are, they are inside, and then they are shoved out in some method. Thrown out or off. Ejectable is an adjective. Ejection is a noun. And ejective is an adjective. And, oh yes, we are going to see ejection seat in the next episode. Of course, you know, growing up with, like, James Bond and other sort of, like, things like that. How can you not think of an ejection seat? I want a car that has an ejection seat. If somebody's sitting in my car that I don't like, I'm just going to hit the button. Pew! Get out of here. Okay, there is some synonym information, and that's going to be the end of this episode. We, we have, we have eject, expel, oust, and evict mean to drive or force out. Eject carries an especially strong implication of throwing or thrusting out from within as a physical action, as in ejected an obnoxious patron from the bar. Oh yeah, you gotta get rid of them. If they're being obnoxious, if they've had too much to drink, you are out of here. We don't want you here because you are being disturbing and we just we just want fun, nice things to happen here in this bar. Expel stresses a thrusting out or driving away, especially permanently, which need not be physical. Okay, so you're not necessarily physically pushing them out, but it is probably a permanent thing. As in, a student expelled from college. 
there's a good chance they don't have to physically throw them out. Like in an old saloon, you pick up from their pants and their shirt and you throw them out. If they're doing that with students, we got a problem. But I don't think that's happening. It would be kind of funny if you had to be thrown out physically from the college campus when you were expelled. Nope, they're saying, you go, don't come back. Oust, which is spelled O-U-S-T, implies removal or dispossession by power of the law or by force or compulsion, as in police ousted the squatters. Uh, so what is this? Uh, implies removal or dispossession. Like, no, we, you, we, you gotta, you gotta go. You gotta go. You are squatters. You don't uh, live here. You don't have a legal right to live here. I guess um, we're not evicting you because evicting means that you are, uh, you were paying rent or something, but now you can't. Squatters, they're just hanging out in an in an abandoned place. Just let them hang out. I guess if they're not causing any problems. Okay. Well, here's evict. This word chiefly applies to turning out of house and home, as in evicted for non-payment of rent. Yep, the, the homeowner, the, uh, the manager, the person who owns the property, if they're not getting paid rent, they're going to turn them out of house and home. That's not a fun thing to do. No. Okay, we need to pick a word of the episode. We had Eisteddvod. Eisteddvod. Ice vine, either, 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 either or, either or, ejaculate, ejaculate, ejaculation, ejaculatory, ejaculatory duct, and eject. Hmm. I don't know what to pick here. I'm really tempted to pick ice vine because that's a tasty stuff. Uh, it's not for everybody. It's very sweet typically. So yeah, you can give it to me and uh, you don't need to have any yourself. If you don't like the sweet, but also kind of tempted to pick like ejaculate or something because, you know, this is this is a thing that um, happens. Um, what am I trying to say? Um, it's it's uh, see this. This is where like doing this off the top of your head is always a problem because you want to say something smart, uh, but it's just that's just not how it works. Um, this is this is the action that in general, is one of the main parts of just spurring on life. You know, this needs to happen to create new beings, new creatures, new generations of whatever that is in all different types of animals. Some animals uh, reproduce by themselves. Cells just split and there's a new one. There's a clone. Uh, But for many, many animals, this is one of the processes uh, that is very important that needs to happen uh, to create new life. The other side of things, uh, just this morning, I was listening to a podcast about menstruation. It's a podcast called Taboo Science, which I highly recommend. And uh, Ashley is the host, and she interviews somebody and digs into the science of things that people don't usually like to talk about. Uh, So she has a whole range of episodes, and the newest one, which just aired, I think, today or yesterday, August 9th or 10th, is about menstruation. So that's the other side of this uh, this coin. Uh, To generalize, I'm going to be generalized, the male and the female side, um, you know, the egg is going through the system, and eventually, if it's not, uh, if it's not fertilized, it expels with all this other stuff. Uh, highly recommend this episode because you are going to learn a bunch of stuff probably uh, 
And then, of course, the male side, quote unquote, male side is ejaculate. Of course, you can make babies in other ways, but this this is, you know, this is the old school way to make babies. Uh, anyway, what 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 do we want to pick as the word of the episode? Well, I talked a lot about that word. Um, but I'm just, for myself, I'm just going to pick ice vine. Uh, you know, typically, um, you know, we, we, we typically like the feeling of the ejaculation. Um, but that's not something that we feel like we, I, we really want to talk about here. So let's pick ice wine because it tastes so good. Ice wine tastes so good. I'm going to drink some ice wine because it's sweet. It's sweet wine. It's frozen wine frozen grapes turn into wine yeah you know if you if you have thoughts and feelings on like sort of what i said how i said things um it's it's very odd to talk about these very like personal thing it's you know taboo science talking about things that we we have trouble talking about why why um so, you know, I tried to do that as accurately and as scientifically as I could, as my brain could, uh, with this information. But, you know, it, it's it's like, how far do you want to get? Do you want to, how far, like, goofy and gross and weird and, you know, I don't know. These are just the things that I think about as I'm doing this. I think I, think I stopped at the level, you know, didn't want to go further in the uh in the sort of comedic way i don't know if what i'm saying isn't making any sense to you but you know i tried to keep it pretty uh standard you know okay Uh, that was that was it's that's it's it's what it is it's what it is um let's now talk about a movie that i watched a biosphere um this is a very silly, fun movie. Weird. Um, the Duplass brothers made it. Uh, it stars Mark Duplass and Sterling K. Brown, and I, I enjoyed it. Uh, I thought it was very silly and fun, and, um, you know, not for everybody, I guess, but it all takes place in one little area, and, uh, you know, I thought they were very creative with what they had, and uh, it's worth a watch, I think. Okay, that is going to be the end of this episode. Thank you very much for listening, and until next time, this is Spencer dispensing information. Goodbye.